Today's episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. Life is full of compromise, but there's one thing in life that you should never compromise on, your own health. That's why I like to use ZocDoc to find the best doctors for me. That's how I found my personal doctor, as well as the pediatrician for my little girl. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Once you find the doctor you want, you can book them immediately. No more awkwardly waiting on hold with a receptionist. My favorite thing is that you can see doctor reviews. I mean, who wants to go to a doctor who makes you sit alone in a room for an hour and then rushes out after barely speaking to you? I love using ZocDoc because, to be honest, it's easy and I'm lazy. Go to ZocDoc.com RS and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash R-S. ZocDoc.com slash RS. Welcome to r slash best of Redditor updates, where a virgin guy thinks that he got a girl pregnant. Our next Reddit post is from Stories About Kevin. This is about a Kevin who I went to high school with. I didn't know him on a very personal level, but we were in the same friend group, so we saw each other quite often. Kevin was an idiot. From 9th to 11th grade, here are some of the things that occurred. We <laughs> we had pajama day at our school, and Kevin showed up in boxers with a hole in them and barefoot. He was immediately sent home. Kevin believed that hens birthed chicks and only laid eggs as some type of miscarriage. Kevin once found a snake in a field, stuck it in his backpack, and thought that it would be an amazing idea to show it to his biology teacher. Once, in English class, we had to give a PowerPoint presentation on someone from Greek mythology. It was a simple and small assignment that our teacher gave us for an easy A. Kevin did his PowerPoint on Hercules, based off the Disney movie. He got somewhere around 50%. He later told a friend of ours that he didn't think that it would matter since it was supposed to be accurate. We shared American history together, and once during an exam, a question was something like, was Thomas Jefferson an advocate against slavery? And Kevin wrote something along the lines of, Yes, because he was also black, and was confused why his answer was wrong, because he thought Thomas Jefferson was black because of the actor who portrayed him in Hamilton. Kevin got a job as a waiter at a local diner. One customer asked if they could have another straw because theirs got accidentally bent and it wasn't sucking properly. Kevin proceeded to pick up the customer's drink, drink it himself to test it, set it back down, and gave them another straw. Kevin got fired shortly after. Kevin thought that ISIS was a country in North Korea. Kevin thought Judaism no longer existed. Kevin decided to streak across the field during a football game, wearing a Halloween mask. The following Monday, Kevin went to the office to ask for his clothes back. Kevin got expelled right after doing that. I haven't talked to him in a few years, but we're still friends on Facebook. He's gotten himself a girlfriend who is very known for her heroin addiction and is pregnant. God bless that child. Then, five days later, OP posted an update. I haven't spoken much to Kevin since he'd gotten expelled from school, and our relationship faded into only Facebook updates on each other's lives. The other day, I was speaking to a friend, Sarah, who still keeps in contact with Kevin. Kevin got brought up in conversation, mostly us laughing about the ridiculous things he did in school. Then I asked Sarah what he was up to. Now, here's something I didn't mention in my original post. Back in high school, Kevin vowed himself to celibacy. He didn't want to have intercourse before marriage. 
Also, despite how strung out his current girlfriend is, the only drug Kevin ever used was marijuana. I didn't think of mentioning it in my last post because I figured he might have changed his mind and had intercourse with his girlfriend. My friend Sarah said, You know the baby's not even his. Wait, seriously? Yeah, he's a virgin. I was confused because Kevin posts on Facebook all the time of how happy he is about becoming a father. I asked, Does he know? Sarah shook her head. Nope, he legitimately thinks that he got her pregnant. Sarah let me have a moment, just to see the astonishment on my face. She went on to tell me that when Kevin first told Sarah that his girlfriend was pregnant, she asked him when he started having intercourse. Kevin said he never did. However, they do perform oral. Kevin believes that his girlfriend swallowed and that impregnated her with his child. Sarah and a few other people tried to explain to him that that's just not how it works, but he's either just lovestruck or, well, just Kevin. There's been speculation that the true father is a guy who graduated a few years before us. That guy is black. Kevin is white. His girlfriend is white. She's about four months pregnant. <laughs> She's about four months pregnant. I'll update you in a few months. Then, four months later, OP posted an update. First off, I need to talk about what's happened over the past four months. Kevin's mom and my dad are extremely close, and she told my dad that she was going to make Kevin take a paternity test when the baby's born. She wanted to take the test during the pregnancy, but Kevin's girlfriend refused. Finally, Kevin did get suspicious by how hostile his girlfriend was being, and they got a court order. At this point, Kevin kicked her out of his apartment until he could confirm the child was his and she moved in with some random guy. Meanwhile, Kevin still provided her with money and rides. I don't know all the details involving the court or the paternity test, but long story short, about a few weeks ago, Kevin's now ex-girlfriend gave birth to a little baby girl. The girl was white, but Kevin is not the father. Kevin's mom told my dad, who told me, and my other friend confirmed. I didn't want to intrude on Kevin since I know that this was hard for him, but I told him I was sorry and I tried to cheer him up a little. I don't know who the father is. I don't even think his ex-girlfriend knows. The ex-girlfriend still claims Kevin is the father and is a deadbeat who doesn't want to be a good father. Me and a few others have called her out on numerous lies on Facebook posts, but I was blocked. Kevin is slowly pulling himself back together and I think he's doing a lot better. He definitely feels like a moron, but he's doing good. The other day, we decided to FaceTime, and he was trying to remove jammed toast from the toaster with a butter knife. So, you know, there's that. I stopped him from doing that. Oh, man. For some people, it's honestly amazing that they're still alive. How does someone this stupid manage to drive from point A to point B without killing themselves and other people? Also, down in the comments, we have this story from Maximum Aside. I once went on a date with a guy, and I went down on him, and he had a meltdown because he might have gotten me pregnant. I could not convince him otherwise. He insisted I had to take plan B and wouldn't leave my house. I was young, <laughs> I was young and I didn't have the confidence I have now, so he went to a pharmacy. I asked if there were any side effects of plan B, and I was told no, so I took one in front of him. I never saw him again, but he crosses my mind sometimes because I can't get over the fact that anyone over the age of 12 thinks that this is possible. Today's episode is sponsored by Liquid IV. 
I work out every week, so it's important to stay hydrated. Plus, on top of working out, I've got a three-year-old whose favorite after-meal activity is to run laps, like the little psychopath that she is. Clearly, I need all the hydration I can get. That's why I like to use Liquid IV for my workouts and just for my daily drinking. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. With three times the electrolytes of leading sports drinks, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick, it's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. And I mean, yeah, vitamins and electrolytes are nice and all, but what about taste? They've got white peach, green grape, raspberry melon, and my favorite, lemon lime. Tastes great to me. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code R slash at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code R slash at liquidiv.com. Today's episode is sponsored by Adam and Eve. You know, I read so many stories about cheating partners and unhappy marriages. Maybe people wouldn't be in such unhappy relationships if they spent more time nurturing their love life. That's why you should check out today's sponsor, Adam and Eve. They've got toys for men, toys for women, and toys for... How should I put this? Well, it's not exactly r slash am I the butthole. More like r slash I'm in the butthole. And yeah, I realize that ordering adult toys can be a little scary because you may be concerned about privacy. Don't worry, Adam and Eve offers discreet and free shipping for your package. Trust me, these people are experts in your package. You can get 50% off on just about any item, along with free shipping and rush processing. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy or anything you desire. Then enter code r slash at checkout. That's r slash, R-S-L-A-S-H at adamandeve.com. This is an exclusive offer specific to this podcast, so be sure to use code r slash to get your discount, plus 100% free shipping, and get it fast with rush processing. Use code r slash. Our next Reddit post comes from r slash two hot takes. So I'm a 26-year-old woman, and my friend, Kay, who's also 26, has been dating Andrew, a 25-year-old guy, for almost a year now. Honestly, until these last months, I really like them together, and he's assimilated into our friend group really well. He's been easy to talk to, and he's someone who I thought could be a perfect match for Kay. Since the beginning, Andrew has always been known for being clumsy, occasionally spilling on himself, tripping, and sometimes just being an overall goof. We joke that he's the poster child of a himbo. It started with a simple mistake, Andrew spilling wine on Kay's outfit. He seems so apologetic and genuinely sorry. Then, a couple of days later at a potluck, Andrew bumps into Kay while she was bringing out a salad bowl, causing it to fall on her foot and giving her a pretty nasty bruise. Again, he was apologetic, but this time it just rubbed me the wrong way. It seemed awkward the way that he had bumped into her. And there were more of these accidents, like ripping a dress when he was falling trying to catch his balance, dropping a bowl of chocolate ice cream on her shoes, and spilling an ashtray that landed all over her hair. All of this is just giving me a weird feeling. Like, why does it feel like his clumsiness is getting worse? Also, I gotta point out, why does the clumsiness only happen to her? It's kinda weird he's not being clumsy with anyone else, you know? Recently, we were having a movie night. Kay was sitting on the floor and I'd gotten up from the couch to get some popcorn when I see Andrew walking over with hot tea. 
I'm thinking, there is no way I'm going to let Andrew spill piping hot tea on Kay by accident. So I get up and say, oh, thanks for grabbing this. Do you mind grabbing me popcorn since you're closest? And he kind of gets a defensive tone with me saying, yeah, but let me give this to Kay first. I said, no, it's not a problem. I'll give it to her as sweet as possible and took the mug out of his hands and gave it to Kay. He seemed kind of distant the whole rest of the evening. I talked with one of my friends in our group just about the tea drama, and she said that Andrew might have been pissed off, feeling like I was babying him. I think that if he's been prone to hurting his girlfriend, wouldn't he want to avoid situations that could get her seriously hurt? Wouldn't you want a friend to help you? Am I just overthinking this? I want to talk to Kay about my concerns soon because I'm really scared for her. I just want to be wise in how I speak to her because I don't want her to take anything I say the wrong way. Any advice would be so helpful. Then, the same day, OP posted an update. This evening, I got a text from Andrew. It seems that my friend, Sarah, had told him about the tea situation. He texted, Hey, just wanted to reach out and let you know that I wasn't pissed with you. I played it cool and just replied, Hey, no problem, man. Just wanted to make sure all was good with you. He messaged me back, Lol, yeah, why wouldn't I be? And I left it alone after that. I reached out to Sarah to ask how the story was relayed to him, and she explained that it sort of came up in conversation. She had told him that I hadn't meant to baby him and hoped that I didn't make him pissed off by taking away the teacup. Sarah is a fixer, and I think that she just wanted any conflict between us to be resolved. While I know that she was coming from a good place, I'm a bit frustrated to have my words twisted into what she believes happened. Then OP adds a few clarifying details in the comments. Andrew's clumsiness, while apparent, was always self-inflicted, like a small spill or mostly tripping over his feet. Only recently, his behavior has become more pointed towards Kay. Like, it's rarely him who gets injured or spilled on at a party. It's only been Kay. Also, the dress that he ripped was one of her favorites. Also, when he spilled chocolate ice cream on her, it completely ruined her heels, which were white. Then, three days later, OP posted another update. So, I talked to Kay this morning. I started off the conversation normal when Kay says, Hey, why were you concerned about Andrew bringing me tea? I said, I noticed that he'd been more clumsy lately, and I wanted to avoid either of you getting hurt. She was quiet for a bit, then asks me, Do you think it's odd how he's been acting? Considering the advice that I got from these posts, I said, I care about you, and I want you to be safe. I don't want to hurt you or Andrew, but I feel like most of the accidents have come at your expense. I don't want it to get to a point where you have a worse injury. This is when Kay burst out crying like I have never seen. After composing herself enough to talk, she says that she's been so suspicious of how these accidents have been centered around her, and how validating it was to have someone else feel the same way. It's been causing her a lot of anxiety, and she felt so relieved when I took the teacup away from him. She's tried to suggest to Andrew that he should go to a doctor, but he just says that he's perfectly fine. Kay isn't confrontational, so she just drops it. So I said that how recently, Sarah, Andrew, and her were all hanging out together. Sarah told Andrew that I was upset that he was hesitant to hand me the teacup, and it was a completely different story from what Sarah told me. I said something along the lines of, Hey, did you think that I upset Andrew by taking the tea when I asked him to get me popcorn? I hope I didn't come off as rude. Then, Kay told me something really disturbing. How, during this conversation, Andrew and Sarah started joking about Kay being a battered wife. 
how ridiculous the idea would be if Andrew was really abusing her, and some really dark jokes. This had Kay feeling like she was crazy to think that these accidents might be on purpose. Also, they had said some things about me that made Kay so upset that she couldn't even tell me. Kay said that she felt trapped living with him and how he's intertwined in our group. She felt like she needed to wait to have proof that he was faking it to make it worth having a bunch of drama. I feel horrible that she's felt so alone in this. I was pretty blunt and just asked, do you still love him? She responded, I don't. I think I don't even like him anymore. So we talked about the best way for Kay to leave Andrew being as safe as possible. Kay called in sick to work and we went over to her house and talked with her friend, Leah, her roommate. Andrew was out at work, so we quickly moved all their things into Leah's room. She has a key to her door. Anything that was super sentimental to either of them, we packed in my car. Kay is going to stay at my house, and Leah wanted to stay with a family member who lives not too far away. Kay has written a letter to Andrew ending things. She's going full no contact. She set a date that she expects him to leave. He moved in with her, so he doesn't have his name on the lease. Our friend Mike and Corey will be staying at the house. This is to ensure nothing will be damaged due to some accident. Also, to let Kay and Leah know when it's safe to come back. Thank you all so much for your advice. Tomorrow, I plan to go on a little shopping spree with Kay. I just want to do everything I can to alleviate her anxiety. So far, we know that Andrew has seen the note and he's packing up to leave. So far, so good. Then, a few weeks later, OP posted another update. First off, Kay is safe. However, last week, Sarah dropped by one of our friend's house to leave a letter for Kay in her mailbox. It was very odd. It was written from both Sarah and Andrew's perspectives. What? Saying how hurt they were, that the way they've been treated was so unfair, that it isn't healthy to go from being someone's everything to just shutting them out entirely. They said how they were happier without outside influences, and they hoped that Kay could find the freedom they'd found together. They said a lot of gross comments about personal struggles of myself and others in the friend group that paint us as crazy people. Yo, what? What? They ended it with how they just wanted to move on, that this was their goodbyes, and they would welcome her back if she ever wanted to reach out to them, but would respect her wishes to go no contact. Kay went to a psychiatrist, she's trying to figure herself out, and that's pretty much the end of the updates. Okay, I can actually speak on this. I am a very, very clumsy person. It's not funny, it's not cute, it sucks. In the past year, I'm not exaggerating, in the past year, I have fallen down an entire flight of stairs. Not from the middle step, not from almost the top step, but from the very top step. Tumbled all the way down, it hurt all the way down, landed on my butt, had a giant bruise, it sucked. Here's a video that I dug up that my wife took of me pushing my daughter on a swing set at the playground and me pretending that she's kicking me, and somehow I managed to trip and just completely faceplant in the middle of the park. We're talking a full-blown faceplant, as in my face hits the ground at the exact same time as the rest of my body. Luckily for my pride, the faceplanting happens off camera, but I'm just sharing this with you to show you, yes, I really am that clumsy. So trust me when I say I'm extremely clumsy, it sucks so bad because I am constantly hurting myself. Now, key word there, hurting myself. The number of times that my clumsiness has resulted in hurting someone else, probably like one or two times in my entire lifetime. So this guy always being clumsy towards his girlfriend, I just straight up don't buy. 
That's not my experience at all. Most of the time, it's just you're by yourself. You're getting out of the shower. You slip. You land on your knee. Your knee hurts for a week. And that's just kind of how it goes. Also, because I'm so clumsy, I have learned that I have to develop safeguards against myself so that I don't hurt myself or others. Every single time that I walk up or downstairs while I'm carrying my child, I hold the railing. No exceptions. I don't care if it's one step, two step, three steps. I always hold the railing because I know... I know, Dabney, because you're so clumsy, you can't afford the risk. You have to hold the railing because otherwise, you know, actually, now that I think about it, I'm not even exaggerating. Two weeks ago, I was carrying my daughter down the stairs and I slipped on the stairs and I twisted. But because I was holding the railing, I was able to keep both of us upright and it was no harm, no foul. I wear slippers every single I'm wearing slippers right now. I wear slippers every single day. I'm in a hot booth, you guys. I'm in a recording booth. It is hot in here. It's stuffy. I'm wearing hot slippers because I I just wear them all the time because if I don't wear slippers, I will fall on my face. I literally need the traction. I don't care if it's summer and it's 90 degrees. I will literally be wearing slippers. So the fact that this guy gets upset that you're safeguarding his clumsiness is complete bullshit. I'm just, it just, it literally is just bullshit. Because if you really care about not hurting other people with your clumsiness, then you specifically go out of your way to safeguard it. Yo, when, when, okay, when our baby was first walking around, people would cook. And when they cook, they have like the, uh, the handles of the pots out over, t- um, out into like the walkway. And every single time I'd be like, you can't do this. We have to turn the handle away so that the handle isn't out because it could get pulled or knocked down. And then the hot boiling liquid will fall on the baby. We can't do this. <laughs> and when I said this at first, my wife was like, yeah, I understand. But Lily is way too small to reach the handle. It's going to be months and months before that's relevant. And I said, yes, that's true. But What about me? I will knock it down my mistake and I will burn her skin off and then I will have to deal with that for the rest of my life. So please accommodate my clumsiness. And she's like, oh yeah, you're right. And then she did it. So, okay, I'm saying all these stories just to help you understand. I I really am really super clumsy. So when they say it takes one to know one, I can tell this person is not clumsy. This is intentional. The amount of clumsiness he has done to her is excessive. And him getting upset that the clumsiness is being safeguarded is super toxic and backwards. So I am a million percent on your side, OP. This is essentially disguised abuse. I feel it in my bones to be true. My broken, bruised, bloodied bones. I know it to be true. That was our slash best of Redditor updates. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.